Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, when you sign up and use promo code DNVR, you can place a $5 bet on any money line for the NBA playoffs. And when you win, it's going to be $150 in bonus bets instantly. Thanks to code DNVR and thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, swept in Seattle. I was really hoping that they wouldn't get swept so I could tweet out, sweepless in Seattle. A joke that I'm sure no one else has used in the whole history of uh, baseball in Seattle. Which, when you break it down, means without sweep. But they were with sweep. They were very much with they sweep. They were very much with may sweep. The, may the sweep be with you today. Yes. It was no hitterless in Seattle, though. I mean, maybe that's a silver lining. The fact that the Rockies did, did not, not get, get no hit. <laughs> no hit or perfect gamed. Also not a phrase, but that's okay. If a no-hitter is a no-no, wouldn't a perfect game be a po-po? That's just where I'm coming from today, folks. We'll talk about the <laughs> last three the last three games against the Mariners. All losses. The fact that the Rockies have a five-game losing streak right now. Let's check in on Dinger, see if there's any last little bit of drama going on from that business. And then we'll, we'll cleanse the palate. We'll peep some tweets, mm-hmm. have some fun, and, and get ready for the Nuggets game because... It's, it's nice to be uh, in the postseason. Postseason is a warm and comfortable place for a lot of us. I will say uh, a couple of my friends are already here to watch the Nuggets game. Um, they got here before 4 o'clock, and wow. it's an 8.30 game. So, oh, That's crazy. Well, we saw I it last year their- with the Avs. People were outside, I think, at 1.30. Bar opened at 3, and then the game wasn't until, like, 6 o'clock. So, it's look, this is the place to be. This, if if yeah. you're not at Ball Arena... Uh, you need to be this here is for the this. next play. Were you yeah. calling it baby ball last year? Oh, uh, that's right. You I did. were. You were. I did coin that. It <laughs> you is, it's baby that. ball. That's exactly what it, what it was. Uh, you might say it was it was baby ball in a different way for the Colorado Rockies, uh, who were only able to get three hits today. Uh, they lost one nothing. Did have a couple opportunities there. Uh, Jerks and Profar getting the leadoff hit in the seventh to break up the no hitter in perfect game from Luis Castillo. Uh, then you had Chris Bryant uh, getting a, an infield single, which was uh, kind of helpful there. Runners on first and second. And they, unfortunately, with the middle of the lineup coming up, weren't able to do anything against Luis Castillo. And that was really kind of their uh, their biggest threat. Yeah. Yeah. Not I much I just, to say. I no. Just, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this one was. Hey, well, here's, here's one, something this good. One, this one broke me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. How about this? Let's cheer up a little bit. Uh, Might have been a hard knock life for the Rockies, but... There was another curly-haired redhead that had a good day, and the sun did come out for Noah Davis, his first big league start. Five innings of shutout baseball. He was matching zeros with Luis Castillo. That's pretty good. I love that. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Noah Davis was absolutely the bright spot of this game. He absolutely kept the Mariners quiet. And the Mariners have not been quiet for the past couple of days. So no, no, it no. was it was really refreshing to see. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, we only saw him for just a blip in relief last season. So getting to see his first big league start and seeing it go so well, what a great sign. What a great sign for this young man. Yeah, very much a blip uh, late last year. He had to wait a while to play. At least he did get to play, unlike Nolan Jones, unfortunately. Well, I honestly, like, I was not yeah. even surprised. I was not even surprised. Yeah, Nolan good to Jones. Have, good to have Nolan Jones up here warming the bench. Yeah, that was strange. He did have a couple lefties there going for uh, for the Mariners, or at least on, on Friday night. Tommy Malone, who uh, ended up you know, only giving up like one run and mm-hmm. five innings pitch, and then immediately got DFA'd. Immediately. I guess that's how good the Mariners are, although they were actually really scrapping uh, actually to, uh, to start things off. Uh, this season and, and now with a three-game winning streak, they're looking a lot better. Uh, he almost got decapitated. That was that could have been so bad. Line drive that right back could up have the middle. Been absolutely horrendous. Um, have we ever seen a pitcher's hat come off like that without actually getting hit in the head with a ball? Or hit in the on the brim? It hit the back of his. Cap. It was the brim. That's how it came off. No, no, no. It hit the hit the back of his. He was like almost like looking in center field, mm-hmm. and the 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 ball skimmed past the the mm-hmm. back of his cap, so it didn't even hit the brim. Where you go? Oh yeah, that's a spot that's gonna make it. Pop off, kind of mm-hmm. like last year in Albuquerque. I forget who it was that took the line drive to the brim. Oh, and it was like that little zigzag. Speaking of zigzags, he got Charlie Brown is what he did. You know, I always <laughs> think of that, that the, the comic strip where 
Line drive comes up the middle, and you see Charlie Brown upside down, clothes, cleats, hat, glove, everywhere. That was kind of Noah Davis's day a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, we had uh, Jared Kelnick, who was not quiet in this series, did end up having the game-winning RBI single, also ended up uh, going ahead and uh, making make a nice diving catch where Alan Trejo in the eighth, double, Elias Diaz steps mm. up, and then unfortunately... Um, what probably would have been uh, a double in a lot of ways uh, doesn't fall in because Jared Kelnick makes a grab. That's that. Why does he spell his name like that? Jared. Yeah. Jared. I feel like it's too many R's, you know? Yeah. We, we've got a couple. Too a many couple... R's in his name. Too many RBI in this yeah. series. <laughs> and I think I remember when he got drafted, and I want to say like 2018, it was Kalinich. Clinic oh yeah by the Mets and then the Mets got rid of him and that's that so we're we'll get better with the spellings of his name especially as he continues to you know have a really productive career at, at age 23 good He's for good. him you know we don't see them again for the rest of this season all right also not good Saturday's 9-2 loss mm-hmm. on Jackie Robinson day there was an article that came out by MLB.com and it listed all the different things teams were doing to celebrate Jackie Robinson Day, working with the community, doing all kinds of things. 25 teams were listed. The Colorado Rockies were not one of those teams. They, I guess, apparently didn't do do anything necessarily to, to celebrate they, Jackie Robinson Day. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're also not at home. So, I mean, how much are they supposed to do? Like, what did visiting, what did teams on the road do for Jackie Robinson right, yeah, Day I, that the Rockies could have done? Because they weren't at home. What are they supposed to do? Sure. Yeah, uh, mathematically, there would be at least 10 of the 15 road teams would have still done something at, at, at least, you mm-hmm. know. Colorado does have, Colorado and Denver never had a Negro League team officially, uh, but there's a history of, you know, barnstorming team here that played mm-hmm. uh, in the late 1920s, 1930s in the Denver Post Tournament. The Denver White Elephants, a team that, that sported a lot of Negro League stars during this uh, 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 interracial uh, team. Like, it was yeah. integ- integrated, excuse me. Um, Statchel Page even played for the Denver White Elephants. And so that's been, that's been a part of the, the history of baseball in Colorado that I think, you know, gets overlooked. And uh, it's, it's a bummer that the Rockies are not kind of you know, leading the charge in that yeah. way, unfortunately. You know, I wish they, yeah. I wish they would lead yeah, the charge sure. on something, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. But uh, I do love, I love seeing all the Jackie Robinson Day celebrations all around baseball. Uh, Jason Hayward yeah. gave a speech to the um, Cubs and the Dodgers yesterday outside of the um, in the outfield where the Jackie Robinson statue is at Dodger Stadium. Oh, I did I didn't I did not catch that one. Yeah, That's cool. I saw it Classy. on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. I, I thought that was great that they all they all came together. Yeah, that's bigger no, than that's baseball, super classy. man. It's bigger than baseball. Yeah, that's super classy. Are we live right now? Yeah? Okay. Um, so, uh, 10 years after Commissioner Bud Selig made the announcement that 42 was going to be uh, retired uh, for all teams. 50th anniversary, Jackie Robinson, 1947, so 1997. Uh, he does that. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was the one in Seattle. So that's kind of neat that the Rockies mm-hmm. are in Seattle. Ken Griffey Jr. is the one that says, hey, I, I'd like to wear 42 as a tribute to Jackie Robinson yeah. on, on April 15th. So it's cool that this day kind of you know, really like, like sparked that. And, and 2009 was actually the first year that that started happening. So I guess next year will be the, the 15th year that that happens, which is pretty cool. 15 years. I'm so glad that it's just a day now that we all get to celebrate. True. I I think that that absolutely deserved to have a day, and I'm glad that it's a day. Yeah. And in 2020, when the season started on July 23rd, they still celebrated it. I like that. Mm -hmm. I think that was a classy touch. Yes. Uh, No such thing as a belated birthday wish for for Jackie Roosevelt Robinson. Ryan Feltner looked good through three innings in the fourth. It fell apart for him, unfortunately. Um, and th- we're talking about Saturday again. Saturday's right? yep. game, the nine-two loss. Uh, they they were in it early, then it just kind of got away. Bullpen blew it, but did they? Because really, it was Ezekiel Tovar error that uh, allowed four unearned runs to cut, to score mm-hmm. at that point. Elias Diaz, you know, rakes two hits, had himself an RBI, uh, or had, had himself a double. And I was really thinking today. Did you think last night in Saturday's game? that we had the makings of a potential benches-clearing situation. Do you think we were at least on the precipice with the four hit-by-pitches last night? Uh, Ellie Harris Montero getting one right between the numbers. That one did not look like it had gotten away out of someone's hand, mm-hmm. an off-speed pitch. 
Did you think that, you know what, maybe there could be some juice in the ballpark on Sunday? I uh, I would have loved to have seen it. I do love <laughs> when <laughs> things escalate to the point of a brawl. You? I uh, mean, <laughs> couldn't be. <laughs> um, I thought there was a chance, but I kind of thought it was unlikely. Yeah. Because it's not like these teams have a lot of bad blood between them. That's true, too. You know, they've... Yeah, the Rockies don't have really any bad blood in them whatsoever. They have bud blood, you know, so it's good-natured. They have uh, what? Oh, bud? Bud bud blood. Okay, bud black. yeah. Although, <laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, like, looking at some of the responses to the DNVR Rockies tweets... Yeah. There is... I'm like, why are these Mariners fans coming at us? First of all, we're getting swept. We know we're bad. Like, Mariners? can you leave us alone? Yeah. What What were your thoughts on that? Because yeah, whether you go back to the comments or, or not, there were eight times as many comments from Mariners people than Rockies. I don't even think the Rockies people even commented. They're like, yeah, we get it. We know what's going on. Maybe we'll throw it a like. But it was the Mariners fans that were jumping in being like, I yeah, well... I didn't think that they were a fan base like that, where they were just like they're just chiming, chiming up Little in the comments. They Little were they were kind unhinged. of unhinged, and I thought that you know since the Pacific Northwest is such a nice place to live, maybe they'd be in better moods. True, but I guess not. Yeah. I said, and to after all the support, you know what? This is the thing that annoyed me. After all the support oh. we gave them in the postseason last year, Mariners fans had the nerve to come at us. That's I true. thought we were a friend of the brand, and I guess not. I guess not. Fuck them. Yeah. Whoa! There you go. <laughs> Not safe Ooh. for work. That's it. Not safe for work. Not safe for Mariners fans. Yeah, no. that was. I'm, know, I'm thinking about ending my friendship with the Mariners community. All right, you could be you could be an American League free agent. You now need a, you might need a new team. I mean, it's obviously Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> I love Cleveland. Well, we both had him go to the it, go into the World Series, so maybe the Angels though. Maybe. You know what? I mean, could uh, you see it? Uh, maybe you know what they just kind of they remind me of the Rockies too much yeah that's true we're in the the fact that they will sign guys and then just not do enough no nope. to build around those guys does that sound familiar but they still at least have Trout and Otani they have like two they have two generational talents they do they do uh the Rockies generational talent Chris Bryant hit his first home run on Friday <laughs> night he got on the board he homered and of course it was not at Coors Field no it was not no no, nope. it was not. It was nice. He was able to get that one. Did have a two-hit game. So, again, he's he's hitting. He's just not hitting for power exactly. He's getting his doubles in. Uh, but the home runs still kind of be something that we really have to track. You know, if, if it doesn't come at cores, it'll be odd. But as long as he's hitting them, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's good. 20 home runs. He needs it at least 20 to really kind of quiet anyone questioning whether, you know, not whether, but where his power has gone. What is he on pace for if he's at one home run in 15 games? That would be uh, probably about 11, 11 to 12. Oh, that's not, not he's great. Gotta pick up the pace. Not Come on, great. Chris. Christopher. No. Tovar showed some patience there. Uh, he did have uh, a bases loaded walk, which was great. Another really fantastic catch by Jerkson Profar. Mm -hmm. So he's been doing a nice job. If, if you're a Rockies fan and you're like, you wanna. Uh, a player who's just left of center and is not maybe one of the more notable names. Profar has been enjoyable so far. Lead off home run, yeah. three really great plays, broke up the no-hitter today. Mm -hmm. Not bad. He's so, a happy guy. So far, I am a Profar guy. That's it. So far, it's been Profar. Ah. <laughs> I like it. Just Justin Lawrence is another guy that's, I, I mean, he's left of center as far as notable <laughs> household names. But, I mean, if you're a Rockies fan, you already love and adore Justin Lawrence. He looked bored striking out Julio Rodriguez today on five pitches. Bored. He looked bored. Why do you think he looked bored? It's not a challenge. He's, he's dominating right now with his Frisbee slider. He's so good. It's amazing. He's too good for his own good. Is that what you're saying? Could be. Are you implying that? It could be. The line of Panama is he's roaring. He's ready to go. He wants a challenge. Mm -hmm. Kind of hasn't had one yet. We'll see. Maybe... The Pittsburgh Pirates will provide a challenge for the next three days. No. Uh, <laughs> bullpen was good on Friday. Four and one-third scoreless innings. Jake Bird, two and a third innings pitched. Five strikeouts. Come on. Jake Bird is back. Jake Bird is back. Five consecutive strikeouts. Okay. Yes. Dominant. I love that. I was so happy to see that because um, I know, like, you know, Buddy sees something in him that we have not seen so far this season. Sure. So the fact that we could see it on Friday, 
I loved that. That made me so happy. Well, I, I, that was a question that I asked on, on Wednesday. It was because I've been thinking about it. And some guys will have a season where they just can't get their legs under them. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it just went ass over tea kettle right from the beginning. <laughs> and you just, you can't reel it back in. And I'm like, yeah. I got a bad feeling this could be Jake Bird's kind of season. But so far, tea kettle and ass are in their proper positions. <laughs> so. I don't know if I know this saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm following. Ass over tea kettle? I don't, I know how to use it. I don't actually know where it comes from. It sounds very British. I, I feel like you heard a saying and you heard it wrong and then you've just been using it. Because I don't know what the saying is. I've been watching Downtown Abbey a lot. I think Downtown like, Abbey? Downtown Abbey. Downtown yeah. Abbey. Yeah, okay. Downtown Abbey. <laughs> Uh, Austin Gomber uh, went downtown, and they were not kind to him in Seattle. Three and two-thirds innings pitched, five runs, four walks. That's the thing that will kill him. Not great. And then Kalanick did have the go-ahead home run also on Friday night uh, during that 5-3 loss and uh, extended his home run streak to four straight games. First for a Mariners player, age 23 or younger since, Ken Griffey Jr., that's a pretty good group to be in. That is, hey, when you're in the same sentence as Ken Griffey Jr., you are doing well. Um, but Will has a question in the comments. If Justin wants a challenge, would he like a start? Ooh, that's interesting. What if? I don't know that makes sense, but... It doesn't. <laughs> that, that could be interesting. Uh, I don't know that teams are using openers anymore. Yeah. Again, on maybe I'm more of a contending team, you could get creative and do something like that. If you've got a team that has a, a top of the lineup that's loaded, if you're playing someone like the Philadelphia Phillies, which the Rockies will be playing next week, could you see an approach like that? Sure. Uh, it's unconventional. But if you've got an unconventional approach and you're winning with it, it's, it's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, today over on the DNVR.com, diehards only. It's one of those benefits you get when you're a diehard in addition to 15% off on your food and, and beer, 20% off all the gear. we got a table set up right now for the Nuggets watch party with the big start to the playoffs for them tonight. 20% off on all the tailgates, party buses. Uh, but for the diehards, you can check out this article, Lion's Share. I wrote a little bit about stolen bases and how stolen bases don't necessarily mean you're going to win ball games. In fact, the Minnesota Twins going into today had one stolen base. And they're, they were 10-5 and five to start the day. First place in the NL Central, or AL Central, second best record in all of the American League. So stolen bases certainly aren't the be-all, end-all. But if you're winning, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, you're unorthodox just a little bit. So the Rockies being unorthodox, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think they might be worried about being too unorthodox and it, and it not working out for them. So I don't know that we, we would see something like that. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is interesting, and again, it's... It is something that was popularized several years ago, so maybe yeah. the Rockies will have just heard about it and then <laughs> go, wait a minute, wait a minute, we just heard about this thing. So it's not that crazy. <laughs> it hasn't gotten to Colorado yet. Is that, that was funny. Could be. Also, it could speaking be. of Orthodox, happy Orthodox Easter to all of my Albanians and Greeks out there. <laughs> I almost segued into it as if it were some kind of ad read for Orthodox Easter, but I, I'm glad I saved yeah, it for you to do that. It's my Easter today. Yeah. My That's mom and it. I will celebrate after this show. That's good. Yeah. And you get some extra raffle tickets when you're at the, the Nuggets watch party tonight. Yeah. There's a party bus too. That's a nice little Easter egg. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that sold out yet, the party bus. I, you know what? I found out, like, I think today that we had a party bus. Yeah. So I know that the sense of urgency for getting people to the game safely and also in a fun way, I love to see that. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun because there's, there's beer on the party bus. Probably some avalanche ale, right? Could be the Mile High City. But avalanche ale season is the time right now. You know, blends pale, chocolate, caramel malts, mm. and that well-rounded, flavorful beer. Mm. beer. It, can, it can do just about a little bit of anything. Maybe almost like Justin Lawrence. Because Justin Lawrence could start games. He can close out games. He can give you two innings in the middle of the ball game when you need it. Justin Lawrence is the avalanche ale for the Rockies bullpen. I, I like that. I like yeah. that. And because he is the avalanche ale of the Rockies bullpen, we'll have to see if we can get some of those beers out in the bullpen for the guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> they had I saw Bard and, and maybe it was even Denelson Lamette on Instagram. They had like some Yeti chairs or something. Oh yeah, they, they got like up, right? they got like they, I think they were gifted really nice yeah. chairs. It was pretty cool. And now they need some avalanche ale. So make sure that that your mini fridge or you know garage fridge. Or full fridge in your regular in your house, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Uh, you go to breckbrew.com to the Breck Beer Locator and find out how you can get the beer 
made in Colorado with renewable energy, 100% Colorado ingredients. I love that. And I love how you can watch tonight's Nuggets game over on Fubo TV. It's amazing. They got uh, Altitude Sports, so yeah, that's the place to go. 140-plus live channels, live sports. It's the best way to get the most Colorado sports. It's true. Cheapest way. Like, sports are obviously the biggest thing with Fubo TV as far as getting the, getting the best bang for your buck. Of course, you can use the link in our description, uh, either the podcast or on the DNVR Sports channel here on YouTube. Uh, you do that, you're going to get 15% off. So you're going to save, which is great. You don't even have to be a diehard. That's just a little freebie that we're giving away. You also get a free seven-day trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. I'm super stoked because I noticed that they've got stars over on Fubo TV. Oh, they have stars? So they've got the brand new season three of Party Down, the Adam Scott vehicle. You're familiar with Party Down? I, I didn't know that the new season was out. Yeah. Yeah, they got it. I've watched the first two, but that was so long ago. So long. Yeah, like a, a decade or so ago. I'm bummed Lizzie Kaplan was the only one that wasn't able to come back. I don't know why. Oh. But everybody else is back. And... That's pretty great. I mean, that was like the first show I think that really broke Adam Scott. Is like, oh, this guy's really funny. Yeah, like he can do comedy, and then his career kind of kind of took off in a lot of ways. The poor man's Paul Rudd, <laughs> right? That's that's a good comp. <laughs> I love of. I love Adam Scott, but kind of yeah, that's not bad. Okay. I think that's not bad, right? Because he's not doing the movies; he's more on the TV side of things. Uh, and you could be on the TV side of things, of course, with Fubo TV. Any more fallout from the dinger business? I think when you went live on Friday, listen to the show. We can't had recall. the news had just broken. The guy turned had himself turned in. himself in. Um, I don't think we have any new information. Did he have the uh, his, the can with him, or was that already somewhere <laughs> resting in, in evidence? It is wild to take that most people seem to have, and I, I think we've pretty much said as much as the fact that this person was just allowed to leave the stadium after attacking Dinger. That, that's like, it wasn't issue. taken seriously from the get-go. That's the issue. And, like, uh, I think a lot of people, I've seen a lot of chatter on Twitter about it where people were like, I have seen just, like, regular drunk disorderly people who didn't assault anyone taken <laughs> out of games in handcuffs. Fair. And Fair. for someone to have been assaulted, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm glad that this dude has received citations. Mm -hmm. Throw him in jail. Throw him in jail. That'll learn you. And timeline-wise, it was either just before he turned himself in, just after he turned himself in. Mm -hmm. Either way, I don't really think it matters all that much. The fact that this went down on Monday, started making the rounds on Tuesday and Wednesday, Denver PD putting out the, uh, the APB on uh, this, this gentleman. But basically, right as it's happening, and it's not even over yet, the Colorado Rockies, as you pointed out, announced that they are going to extend beer sales one more inning. Poor timing. Poor Very timing. Very poor timing, especially when you consider that they've got the Pirates series coming up here. Mm -hmm. Three games, and then they're back out on the road until they play the Arizona Diamondbacks on April 28th. So you could have waited until April 27th. You could have waited basically two weeks. You and you'd have. Have, you'd have lost three days of, of one extra inning of beer sales. But they decided to make that announcement and go forward with it. Then again, you know, I don't know if they've had contracts already in the work. I, I don't know the details behind that, but just a bad look. You know what? Just it, a bad is, look. it is such a bad look. Um, I think I'm sure they're just hoping that we don't notice the timing. Cause I'm yeah. sure it was something that they were thinking about. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, we talked, I think Christian and I talked a little bit about this. Um, and I know I've seen a lot of debate back and forth on the beer sale situation. Cause yeah. in theory, you stop beer sales in the seventh inning so people sober up in time to be well enough to drive home sure but first of all even before the pitch clock like that's right. also not a lot of time to no. sober up if you've been drinking a whole game that's true so i don't i don't really see this as like affecting people's safety also like personal responsibility is a thing that's yeah i, I, it's I, like, I don't I have think a personal responsibility is like most of it yeah I don't, I don't have a major problem. I mean, I think it's like a fair point. It's, it's one of those moments where it, it, it takes moving the line to realize, well, where the line was previously also wasn't great either. Mm -hmm. we, should, we don't talk about it. You yeah. know what I mean? We're out on a baseball pod. We've been doing this for a year, and we <laughs> haven't been like, man, isn't it crazy that like it's just seventh inning? Like it's really close to the end, and when people leave, no, but that was true. We just didn't necessarily see it that way. So 
yeah, that was just just wild timing in in general for uh, for Dinger, who's coming up on uh, his thirtieth birthday. I figured let's we could do a little deep dive in all things Dinger. Isn't today Dinger's uh, hatch anniversary? It would be, yeah, April sixteenth. April sixteenth, the day that Dinger hatched out of his shell. Um, That's right. I will say, um, right. a, a friend of mine interviewed me for a uh, defector blog post okay. about Dinger. He was like, "I'm trying to gauge like how people actually feel about Dinger," and I'm like, "Okay, from what I've seen so far, I really do think that the adults now who were kids who witnessed the hatching in person." I think they are the people who do not like Dinger the most because that was a very tra- very traumatizing event. Yeah. <laughs> I can I've see that. I've seen the video. He's just throwing the shell over the place. I'm like, if I was there for that, I would probably be kind of scared of Dinger. That's really, it's it's weird. Yeah. 29th, 29th birthday. But you know what? Kid, I, hatch but, day. Hatch day. Hatch anniversary. Um, I do, I think kids now like Dinger. Kids now love Dinger. I think all masks, there's only a few mascots that are like, above reproach where you're just like nope legend status mm-hmm. philly fanatic yeah the 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 pirates parrot is only a year older apparently than the philly fanatic i learned hmm. and yet no, no one gives a crap no about one the even knows parrot. about the parrot no, no, one, no one cares i think more about the pierogies as the mascot for the pirates sure. than the parrot yes absolutely absolutely i love those pierogies they're hilarious so it's like some mascots definitely get a pass and the other ones some some are gonna like, some are gonna like hate. It's ah, what's the point? Also, what it represents. I mean, the, the Chicago Cubs. I think it was only 2014 that mm. they adopted a mascot, Clark. Atlanta only just did it in 2018. So, hmm. yeah, it's it, it's interesting. Dinger Dinger is aged. Dinger's been around a while. Dinger's got uh, seniority over a lot of these guys. He does. Uh, the name Dinger comes from a, a contest that the Rockies had. Mm-hmm. It was a little girl. She, she just came came up with the name. Uh, I'm sure they gave her, you know, some hats and some tees and said, okay, we're going to be taking this name <laughs> and making millions off of it. Um, but yeah, she. I don't even think she realized. I don't think she was uh, a stat head where she was like, well, we know the ball travels a lot more. <laughs> and I've looked at the other, uh, you know, Pacific Coast League, you know, ballparks. And I think here with the Denver Zephyrs, the ball travels. So you know what? Let's go dinger. She just liked the name. But Patrick, you don't know that for a fact. No, I don't. You don't, I don't know, know that. that for a fact. I don't actually. She could have been a child wonder. Do you know who that girl was? No. Kim Ang of the Miami Marlins. <laughs> she became the GM. So you know what? Maybe. I stay corrected. <laughs> you might be onto something there. For legal purposes, we are joking. Nothing but respect to Kim Ang. We also and don't know the. We all, I don't. I can't prove that. I don't you know. You can't prove that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's also true. The reason why Dinger is a dinosaur is because when they were. And here's the thing, it. I've read it many times. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they were excavating, they found, you know, a Triceratops skull that was a thousand pounds. When they were excavating Coors Field, I don't. That's 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 not right. I don't think that's right. I think they found bones. They found bones. Yeah, no, the actual thing is, like, they found bones. They weren't sure what type of dinosaur it was. Yeah. But other Triceratopses had been found in the area. Correct. So, like, we'll guess that it's a Triceratops, and also he would be a cute mascot. I think where the the Denver outlets are, like, in that area, Mm -hmm. around that time, a whatever, 2,000-pound Triceratops skull was found. A whole ass Triceratops head. And so somehow the story has kind of morphed into, oh yeah, it was found at Coors Field. I'm like, there would have been a lot of delays to excavate this skull. I think if they would have found it, maybe they, I have to ask my uncle because he did construction on on Coors Field as my cousin. (laughs) He's, he's, I guess, technically speaking, the first person to ever slide into home plate. That was his claim to fame as they lowered it down onto the crane. His boss was like, you got to slide into it. So there's a picture of him sprawled out. It's pretty cool. That's but, actually really cool. But I'm wondering if his, if his mind hasn't totally gone yet. Say, you know, when you guys were excavating, were you told if you find any bones to just stomp on them and, like, just get rid of them right away so that, you know, the, 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 the construction could continue? That maybe would not they, surprise me. Maybe they did find a whole Triceratops in there. They just covered it up. They're like, no, 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 we got to get this thing done. And that's why I, I think it's the, uh, Chris, wait, what did I call it? The Crustaceous Curse. Of the Rockies. That's it. Hmm. It's the, the the field is on a dinosaur burial ground. Oh my god. And so the Rockies Patrick, could be cursed. That is a really good point. 
<laughs> I, hope I think it might right. be. I think, yeah. I think that's it. And this is, of course, not the first scandal for Dinger. Uh, the first would have been in August of 2021, if you remember. Uh, a grown-ass adult was shouting out Dinger's name, and it sounded like a really bad oh, word. Oh, boy. That would have been the first real major scandal. That's the first Dinger scandal. Well, technically, his entire life has been a scandal because he walks around without pants. So do with that what you will. I so. will say, um, <laughs> so... I have a friend who lives in Colorado who's from Australia originally, but apparently dinger is like a word for a, like a male body part. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, again, whole life is a scandal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that would be good to know. What like, like that's, mascots? That's not something that people in mm. Australia would name a mascot because of that. No. But what American word do we use as that's bad? Would they go, oh yeah, it's just... It's what we call a cigarette. No, I can't do that. You can't do that. All right, yeah. so uh, I, I've done a lot of research on mascots and haven't done much you, with it. Today was the day. Today was the day to kind of bust it out. How Do you know how many teams right now don't actually have a mascot in, in MLB? I feel like not a lot. I know okay. the Yankees don't. They have, but like... They just pretend it never happened. Uh, and he was terrifying looking, so I agreed. Pretend he never happened. I don't think the Dodgers have ever had a mascot. They have not. There are some organizations that are just like, we are too good to cater to the children. So, three. Angels, Dodgers, Yankees. Angels had, like, the rally monkey in two, 2000 mm. uh, when they went to World Series against the Giants. But that was just, like, an unofficial. There was nobody in any costumes. Mm. Uh, and, and, they've, and then in the 1990s, they had a couple... They had a couple pairs of mascots. I don't even know what they were, to be honest. But the Dodgers have never, ever had any mascot, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. They are no fun. How about that? And then you're right. Dandy. That was the name of the Yankees mascot in the late That's 70s. That's his name. Dandy. Dandy. What a scary, scary thing. One of my favorite Wait, moments. Wait, you made a spreadsheet? Hold on, What's I'm up? requesting access. Give What's me up? access right now. I don't think I have how the technological dare dexterity. You not, how dare you share the link I but don't... not give me access? We have spreadsheet drama today, folks. All right, so this is huge. there are about 14, <laughs> no, 13 different mascots that are older than Dinger. Okay. All right, so as I give you access, Thank you, thank go. you. All right, so... Starting from the nearest to Dinger. In 93, Milwaukee Sausages. Okay. Oh, the sausages are iconic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy the Marlin, also 93. So yeah. just beat out. He got his name Billy because a marlin is a type of billfish. How about that? I would have right. never known that unless you told me. Mariner Moose, only 1990. Still pretty new. Yeah. Still pretty new. I've met the moose. The moose is cute. Orbit for the Astros. Discontinued in the early 2000s, but then came back. Hmm. So uh, maybe put an asterisk there. Slider of, for, the, for Cleveland, the Guardians, is also 1990. Then we have nothing in the entire like 1980s that is like still around at least. Mr. Red, 1980, oh. then disappeared during the uh, somewhere in the late 80s. Fred Bird, 1979. Pirate Parrot, 79. Orioles Bird, 79. Philly Fanatic, 1978. I think it was developed by Ted Giannoulis, mm -hmm. who came up with the San Diego Chicken, which was the mascot for a radio station in San Diego, mm -hmm. believe it or not. And then there's actually some that predate the Philly Fanatic. Bernie Brewer, 1973, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Met, 1962. Original Mr. Met is terrifying. Yeah, I've, I've never been a fan because he's just a Frankenstein head. He's got stitches all on his head. Original Mr. Met, though, is not okay because it was like not like big cartoony gloves. It was just like human hands. Oh, sticking yeah. out of the costume. There was a lot of that. Until the Fanatic, they did not have that perfected. I saw, like, the when I was at, um, uh, I almost called it Shea Stadium. When I was at City Field in the Mets Museum, they yeah. have the original Mr. Met. I'm like, this is not okay. Was there any, like, any way for the person inside to actually see out? But probably very small. You know what? Let's check. Probably very small. <laughs> and then 1958, the Swinging Friar has been used as an actual mascot for the San Diego Padres. This was when they were in the Pacific Coast League. The San Diego Padres didn't mm -hmm. even exist as a major league team yet. So technically speaking, that is the oldest mascot. Oh my gosh. Wow. So good, for, good for them. Dinger's older than Paws, the Tigers mascot, 94. Also, yeah, 
Uh, slugger. Spell slugger. Can you spell slugger? Slugger? Don't look on your laptop. What do you mean slugger? Slugger, the, the mascot for the Royals. He's a lion. Is it not how you spell like a Louisville slugger? It's with three R's. Grr. Why? He's a lion. Grr. Because he's a lion. Oh, got Lucille it. Lucille for the Giants, 1996. Full name, Luigi Francisco Seal. Folks, this is why you listen to the DNVR Rockies <laughs> podcast for these important things. Wally the Green Monster is only from 1997. So, yeah. again, Dinger actually predates the Boston Red Sox mascot. Stomper, the elephant for the A's, also 1997. It's pretty good. I can't find my picture right now of the original Mr. Met. It'll take me all... Also, looking at my phone, so... Final fun fact, fun fact for mascots. Okay. Rosie Red, her name apparently is an acronym for a group called... Yes. Rooters Organized to Stimulate Interest and Enthusiasm for the Cincinnati Reds. I, Rosie Reds. I bet you knew that. I knew that only because... Um, well, first of all, I think I think Rosie Red is actually so adorable. You, um, you know shit like that. You just know stuff like I, that. It's great. Well, the funny thing is, is like um, uh, there was, you know, one of those hot stove events kind of similar to... One that maybe a Rockies owner has been to recently, but uh, the Reds had their own version. They have like a rosy luncheon. Oh. And he said at the luncheon, he's like, I didn't know this was an acronym. And everyone's like, you, you own the team. Maybe, this has been around for a while. I think you actually told me that. I think I might you have. Did. I think you've, you've told me that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's that's cool. It's always fun. That is, that is always fun. We got I do. I'm a big mascot girly. Marissa just walked through the studio. We got us talking about, oh. about mascots and left very quickly because she hates mascots. She's a fear. She hates it. She's so afraid of them. And what? I don't know why. She's like a big baby. We uh, we learned when Spencer was on a few weeks ago, you know, that he, he doesn't have a phobia. of. I think he does. He has a phobia of sneezing. And we figured out what that was. So if you have a mascot phobia, what is the property? Like Triskaidekaphobia is? Yeah, fear of 13. See, she knows stuff like that. Masklophobia. Masklophobia huh. or mascophobia is a specific phobia used to classify the general, in some cases, irrational fear of masks. So I think that, hmm. that could generally be it. Interesting. We just have to get her psychologically evaluated to figure out what is it about mascots that scares her. Yeah, and, and not like just leave her trapped in a room with one. Because that never helps someone. That's a, that actually sounds cruel and unusual. I would that, never do that to Marissa. No. Well, that's what the, what, aren't the Mets doing that with Eduardo Escobar? Because they found out that, what, what does he hate? Oh, he hates cats. And so I think they're pretending like oh, there's a cat in the clubhouse. I didn't know they were doing and it's that. Like, I was like, I don't care for that. That's, I mean, it's funny, but it's also. Oh, no. It's like Adrian Beltre not liking the top of his head touched. All those things. Yeah. Baseball players are so weird. I love them. They're weird. Well, I love that this is our job is to talk about how weird they are. Oh, it's true. Yeah. And you look, bottom line, you are not weird if you don't pay full price for tickets. That's why you got to go to game time tickets, especially if you wait close to 60 minutes before the game. You can get about 60% off face value. I got to say PSA because this Nuggets game is so late. Yes. People are yes. dropping prices trying to get something for those tickets because some people don't want to start a night out at 830 on a Sunday. That's where game time thrives. This game time is thriving. My friend got like yes. super cheap courtside tickets yep. earlier today. Use the link in our description game. because people, they're buying a package of playoff tickets and they're like, I, I, maybe I'm not even really interested in going or I will go when it's not a school night or mm -hmm. a work night. So yeah, so I got to sell these tickets. I never really planned on going. Game time tickets is going to allow you to sit courtside, get a good seat. If you're at a baseball game, I imagine the Rockies, you can get a, a couple good seats for this pirate series. I mean, people are pretty stoked about Connor Joe, I was gonna say, but not stoked enough. The return about the return of Connor Joe, that would it's be gonna cool. be amazing. That would be really neat. Yeah, so make sure you join over the 15 million folks who've downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all their favorite events. Hit the link in our description to save and make sure you just don't pass up on a really good deal. A buy one get one situation for Shady Rays premium polarized shades. I I think I have my Shady Rays with me because. She had previously I lost, lost them. them, but Wait, never fear. Them again? <laughs> oh, God. Here we go again. No, fear not, because they've got a lost and broken replacement policy. <laughs> if you break them, boom, they're going to send you a new pair. Uh, you lose them, they will send you a new pair. If you don't like it within 30 days, 
they will give you a full refund. If you're not sure how they look on your face, that's why you, you get the 30 days to send it back. But if you do want to know what they look like, go to the Park Meadows Mall. You get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. <laughs> Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people and the shades that only one person has ever lost two pairs of no, consecutively I, I within a month. I wore them here. I wore them to the set. Where the hell did they go? Someone right now is watching on camera and they're like looking at him. They're pointing at their screen. Like, they're right there. I don't know. No, I wore them upstairs. We they will right find here. them. I think. I was like so excited because I like had them. You were very, you were very excited when you got your lost pair. I got, when I got, I just got the replacement pair. You got your I'm kind of freaking pair. out right now. Did I lose them again? I just had them. Susie, I'm looking at them right now. They're on your head. No, no they're, they're not. <laughs> But we got a good, we, we could screenshot that one. And Susie was left home alone without her Shady Rays. Boom. You're welcome, Shady Rays. We're doing it now. We're doing it. Um, I Anyway, that was my little freak out for the, for the show. Twitter usually blows up on the weekends for Rocky's Twitter. And mm -hmm. it was good, but it just wasn't a, one of those fun weekends, right? No. Where it was like everything's getting reposted, videos going all over the place. It was good. Business was good as usual. But it might not have been fun. I know you found a little bit of that fun out in the Twitterverse. I found some fun. We're going to yeah. peep some tweets. Let's do um, it. Let's get this started. Hold on a second. I got I, I spent so much time uh, searching for the sunglasses. <laughs> you were looking at the, uh, you were probably looking at the, the mascot spreadsheet. You're excited about that. I know. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to start with some Philly stuff because Ooh. I know our Rockies fans love my mm. Phillies content. <laughs> I know they love it. Well, at least we're not going to have any next in the next week or so, are we? Oh wait. Oh wait. I know I will not be going to Philly. Um, so here is a video. Do we have it up on the the? Okay. So there's a video of this little fan who acquired a home run. She's so little. This person's going to be like four years old. She throws it out. She knows. She can't an opponent's home run or acquired an opponent's home run. That's impressive. It's like barely That's impressive. I mean, it's impressive, but at the same time, I'm going to hold on to it. I've got enough games in here. Oh, not enough home run baseball. But I, I'd hold on to it. I'd hold on to that. What was, what, what was the first one? You know what? This is from the uh, Do you remember um, uh, the pizza throw at a Red Sox Padres game from years ago? Oh, I don't remember the details entirely. So, uh, Guy dropped a pizza on a player, maybe? Um, so a player hit some fans, and uh, their beers spill all over the place. But then someone out of nowhere throws a slice of pizza at those fans, and no one knows why. Yeah, that also doesn't make sense, too, because that fan actually broke up what would have been an out against his team. Yep. So that was a good. That was a that was not a Steve Bartman There's situation. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that there was. There it is. Do we have new footage? I mean, no. Uh, but the Dinger Don, attack had a lot of different oh, angles and footage. You know, this is from a different time. This is barely HD footage. This okay. looks like it was shot on a potato. Sure but uh, former Red Sox uh, broadcaster like Don Arcillo uh, posted "Happy Pizza Day to all" earlier today because it's the anniversary of it. That's it. The Padres have a lot of fun in that booth. A lot of fun. Uh, they're so lucky. Like, they're lucky to have him. Yeah, they are. but he was he was fun. When I worked in Boston, yeah, yeah. it was him and Jerry Remy in that booth. Yes. I'm like, that was just like good booth. the best booth. That's a that fun was, booth. That was a great booth. Wow. Yeah, happy pizza throw day to those who observe. This is becoming this is becoming a theme I'm noticing, a very good theme for anyone that 
trying to get into baseball, trying to get into the Rockies. Baseball has a lot of history, and it's hard to know all of it. And the, the pizza throw is like, believe it or not, it is part of baseball history. We're getting people up to date on these kind of things uh, with our games. So I do love that. We're going to throw it back now. Ooh, Ooh transition. Um, so this Rockies minor leaguer. And tweeted this in 2020, but it it's kind of like resurfacing because actually Josh Sushan brought it up on his radio show yesterday. <laughs> Daniel Cope of the oh, Isotopes um, posted, I guess, you know, like when you're a senior in high school, like you'll have a teacher that maybe has you write a letter to your future self. Yeah. So he did that senior year and then got the letter a few years later and then shared it on Twitter. That was cool. It started on I Twitter. did see that. So it was, it was really sweet. You know, he was hoping that, you know, he would be in a position like he's in today. Yeah. And I, and I loved it. I loved it. And it because Josh posted that, it like really picked up. It only had a few likes before, but I was like, oh, okay. People are paying attention. Copes Topes. I like that. I love that. that. I, I, it's funny, <clears throat> believe it or not, I actually write myself a letter every day. Um, it's usually just like you, you me the next morning and it's... Take out the garbage oh. <laughs> and, you know, make sure you, you send these emails and, and start work on a certain story. So, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, I don't I don't advertise it. I'm just saying it's just me. I'm just modest that way. Oh, my gosh. Also, <laughs> that uh, the pizza there was in 2007. Dang. I couldn't they tell what year that, that year. was. Rockies oh. fans, don't get oh, any no. ideas. We've already been getting in trouble. Do not do it. Oh, no. If you have a full head of beautiful silvery hair. And you've had one too many drinks. Do not throw a slice of pizza. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. This is from our friend Jesse of the uh, KOA broadcast team. Yeah. He posted, um, uh, might do a baseball game, might, grow, might go crab fishing dressed for either. But you know what? It's definitely, <laughs> it's giving Gorton's Fisherman. <laughs> Very much Gordon vibes. Like yellow raincoated everything. I got a kick out of that. That's pretty good. And he's he's in a dome stadium too. But he's he's feeling himself. He's got that vibe. I love that for him. Jesse's prepared. He's he's got and he's around all that electrical equipment. So it maybe has something to do with you know getting electrocuted. I don't know. But I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. You know what? Uh, that's one of the better visitor broadcast booths because the mm. Oakland Coliseum is getting a lot of. Ooh. It's getting a lot of attention for a reason that maybe they don't like, but a possum. You may still have to wear rain slickers if you're you in that You might still have booth. to. A, a possum has taken up residence in the visitor's broadcast booth. Yep. Uh, but also this, uh, the front office sports story about it is so funny because the way they photoshopped it for Twitter makes it look like this is like a thousand foot tall possum. They did make it look pretty interesting. They the, made it look a little, the, it's like The it's Mets, when me they off. came, the Mets hardly ever go to Oakland and they're like, yeah, we were just in some auxiliary booth and uh, and who was it? Gary Cohen, I think had, they had a, a pole, they had a in, pole his in his way. way. He's like, I'd rather that than possum droppings. I love when a possum drops in. No, not that kind of droppings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't believe they haven't gotten rid of that thing. Or, or again, if you're Oakland and you're trying to force a move and to force someone to, you know, pay for a new stadium or approve a new stadium, you let that thing go and uh, it keeps the story going. Hold you know what I'm second. saying? Hold on a second. Are you telling me, are you saying right here, right now on the yes. DNVR Rocky show mm -hmm. that the possum yes. at the Oakland Coliseum is an industry plant? It's part of a larger conspiracy, Susie. And Rob Manfred knows all about it. Oh, this is wild. Yep. In fact, this goes all the way to the top. In fact, do you know who is at that possum's christening and is his godfather? Rob Manfred. For, folks, you heard it here first. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Oh, wow. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, wow, wow. Also, I, could you train a possum like on, you know, like on movie sets, they have animals to come out? We got a match. We got to see. Could, and again, the possum only comes out when a large market like New York comes to town. Could this be a trained possum? Ooh, I mean, this possums, is all part of the conspiracy. I think it might be hard to train possums because they have terrible eyesight in the daytime. Okay. They're yeah. No, nah, that situation's bad. Salt Lake Athletics. That has an interesting <laughs> ring. You could go look. They've got the Salt Lake B's right now. Give them the Salt Lake A's. They just moved up a letter in the alphabet. Let's go. Yeah. Why not? I think that could work. <laughs>
All right, we got we got one more um, uh, from the Yard Goats. The Yard Goats always crush it on social media, but they showed their support for Dinger with this um, very not Photoshop jacket that says "Justice <laughs> for Dinger." Uh, yeah, you I we appreciate you, that support. Do you know if this this mascot? Do you know if this is Chompers or Choo Choo? I couldn't remember the names. Like Choo Choo is one of them. I could not tell the difference. This between one the is two Chompers. It's the boy. The boy is the green one. And Choo Choo is blue. Choo Choo is blue. Easy and to remember. Girl. Choo Choo blue. Yeah. Done. The, also named by small children. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Choo Choo is the sense. really genius name because it's also the train sound. Choo Choo. Oh, that is pretty and good. The yard goes a train. That's pretty good. I do kid like named, the kid who named Choo Choo playing chess. The Lehigh Valley crazy. Iron Pigs have good names because it's. Like Fiona and, and Ferris, mm -hmm. which F-E is the chemical symbol for iron. So, like, it really kind of goes oh, deep. I like that. Yeah, that choo-choo is good. That, that does work. I, I'm glad that Dinger is getting support in the mascot community Yes. in spite of all this. Question is, do we see Dinger at the ballpark these next three days against the I Pirates? I will say, from what I've noticed with my own eyes in the days following the incident, we have only seen Dinger twice every game. Mm. We've seen Dinger on the field yeah. before games. Sometimes you know, when warming people, up the person throwing the first pitch. Yeah, 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 which is like a usual Dinger activity. And we've seen Dinger go back to the scene of the crime at the uh, you know seventh inning stretch because he has to do that dance. But then that I have dance. not seen I have not seen Dinger walking around the park at all. Dinger hasn't made rounds in the press box like he normally no, does. That's true. Dinger has. A, from what I can see, from, from from what I've witnessed, Dinger has been laying low. So I think, mm. I think we will see Dinger, but only in those two those two spots. Have they hired a new trainer, like someone that has like MMA and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu experience? I think Dinger just needs more Dinger? security around him. M just multiple just trainers. Mu just multiple, multiple. See again, you you pay nearly eight million dollars for a left fielder when you already know you're going to be under five hundred. You could have been investing in Dinger six security. To seven. Dinger now is going to have an entourage. I want Dinger. <gasps> oh my entourage, god! I want baby. Dinger to have an entourage, and they all have the pit vipers. Like, <laughs> I, I, I hope that they, one of them at least dresses up like Turtle with the backwards cap, wearing Fubu jerseys. <laughs> like, if let's really take the entourage thing, you know, Johnny Drama. You know, we Rockies, got we got to get the whole crew. Let's get Dinger an entourage. It's for his own good. Mark Wahlberg would sign off on that because he doesn't care about his own team in Boston. He'll just go anywhere to sell some of his, you know, frozen Wahlberger patties, to sell some of his municipal <laughs> gear, which is actually pretty dope. Marky, if you're watching this, uh, send some municipal gear my way. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Oh Athleisure wear. Municipal. It's nice. Parker, get on that. Let's go. Okay, are you done? <laughs> Uh, what else does he have? Yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Does he have it? Does he sell anything else? He's got an app, the Hallow app, but it's not my thing. I've not yeah. been keeping tabs on what Mark Wahlberg is up to. I'm sorry. Oh, he's just crushing it at life, is what he's doing. Good for him. Good for that's him. What, that's what he's I doing. I hope you get your free Mark Wahlberg stuff. Thank you, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg stuff. That's it. Look, I hope you fished your wish on this one. We we are crushing it on social media, particularly Twitter. So you make got to make sure you're following us with all that activity at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been momentous. Mm -hmm. As far as what's been going on in the field the last couple days, not as much. But we're, again, it's about us, our momentum, our podcast. And it's also about the thing that we say about said momentum. Well, what do we say, Patrick? We say your momentum is only <laughs> as good as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow at 1 p.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel here on YouTube.